Pastor Dewey Modi joins us on this Wednesday, July 26th. How are you, my brother? Well, I was just hoping to get the singing Beagles on the air here. <laughs> Not <laughs> they, the Beatles, the Beagles. Yeah, the Beagles were making quite the noise there when I called you. <laughs> well, that's what happens when other dogs walk by the gate. Oh, there they go. You know, yeah, Reno, you know, he's almost 15, and he sure can pour it out yet, bro. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got great lungs, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> he's kind of like, like the old man here. You still got it in you, even though you're an old man. He's doing just fine. <laughs> he's doing very, very fine. He's got a lot of voice there. He's had a lot of... A lot of medical issues uh, through the course of time, but you've just kind of nurtured him right on through it, haven't you? Well, praise God for that, huh? I, Amen. You know, I, it, the the vets always say, well, you've done a very, you and Sharon have really cared about your doggies and everything. And I always say, and we always say, well, we, we just can't begin to return the love that they show up. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up with a dog? Were dogs a part of your life as a kid? You know, they weren't, Dan. Really? They they weren't till later in life. And uh, I just praise God. We one For one period of time, we had dogs and cats. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't make any comments because I know there are cat people, so I'll just keep them to myself. <laughs> yeah. What's well, kind of right, like Republicans and Democrats, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind being with the Democrats, but the Republicans annoy me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Glad you got that. All right, Pastor Dewey Modi with us here on the Hub of New Mexico. Now, is this, is this another weekend off, or are you going to be heading down to uh, Reserve again this Sunday? I'm going to go this Sunday, then the next Sunday. All right. Right. And we just keep going, going with what God's calling us to do, right? Amen. Amen. Well, the good folks in reserve will be glad to see you. They love you there. Well, I love them more. <laughs> All right. Anything in particular news-wise that struck your fancy you want to talk about this morning? Well, I just got this news here, Dan. I was just posting it. I was just taking time to mourn the death of that child in Port Callis that was left in a hot car. Yes. And my goodness sakes. It seems hard to believe that uh, we don't know by now when we're out with our kids that uh, they, they depend on us. They need us. This is a child, and, and we as the, the guardians of what God gives us we're to take care of our children, and mm-hmm. what do we not get in this present-day society of leaving children in a hot car or animals in a hot car? I don't get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what we can add to this that hasn't been said over the years and over time. That uh, you know, there's, I understand, understand. It's, uh, you know, you can you can forget things, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just need to pray for these parents. It, it, it's uh, a time for us to all to mourn the passing of one of God's babies uh, because of neglect of humans and and this whole thing about forgetting children. And I, I just never remember this being an issue 
when we were growing up or even when we were young adults. Do you? I do not recall it. I do not recall. That doesn't mean it did not happen. But uh, then again, back in that day, the air conditioners were fewer and far between, and you usually had the windows down. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I can remember spending time sitting in the car waiting, but uh, windows were usually down. Yeah. I I was just saying, Dan, that maybe it has something to do with the overall lack of uh, the value of life that we place uh, the you know on on children and humans here in this country. Yeah, I mean they're in the car for an hour and a half. All right, the police say that they were in the car for about an hour and a half, and I'm I'm curious about at what point in time do you go? Oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, I admit that there were a couple of times we drove off from church and, and left a child behind, <laughs> but but we immediately you know did the head count, turned around and went, oh yeah, wait, we brought we forgot one. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't some place where their their yeah, life was at risk. You had twenty. You had twenty five children too. Yeah, well, it took a little while to do the head count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy to play the blame game here, but I mean, you know, you had two adults, two kids, and an hour and a half passes. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I find it hard to understand. You know, I I don't think we're playing a blame game. No. We're just speaking facts. I mean. I think it's just a really speaks loudly on our society where the car manufacturers now are uh, have invented this sensor that they're going to be installing on cars that goes off when someone's left in the car or some technology that is like that that's higher than my pay level. But, you know, we're becoming so dumb as people that we've got alarms and alerts for everything. Hmm. Yeah, the alarm that goes off says, hey, you left your child in the car. Wow. Strange. Very strange. But we've, we've all done things that we wish we hadn't done as parents but, uh, or as guardians of children, but, I suppose. But this yeah. is, I mean, I just, I, 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 again, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around it. But, Dan, don't you think, though, we've had a really dumbing down of America? Absolutely. We rely on everything except our common sense because we don't seem to have it anymore. And I think the church needs to talk about the dumbing down of America. You know, we've talked about that for years. That gets people upset, of course. Mm-hmm. But the dumbing down of America continues, and that we, and then we always look to technology or yeah. passing a new law that we think that's going to solve the problem or make society more smarter. But it isn't. No, that's not it. until uh, it's not until America. Uh, looks to Jesus and God's word, and, mm. and all that looking toward modern technology and more laws is ridiculous. Yeah, see, I, and, and I appreciate where you're coming from on that because I, I feel the same way. It's like something goes wrong, you automatically say, "Oh, we need to, we need to invent a law, or we need to invent a new tool, or whatever the case." I, I understand, and, and and sometimes a law, sometimes a new technology is a good thing. But what about relying on just plain old common sense? What about forcing, I don't know, I, I don't know how you get people's noses out of their telephones anymore, do you? No. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. You know, know, one of the things that we talked about a long time ago was immigration would not be a problem in this country if we just had enforced the laws that were already on the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. 
We didn't need new laws. We don't need a new program. What we need is to enforce that which is on, on the books, as you just said, which has worked for years and years and years in America and has worked well, allowing people into this country for opportunity, people who came because they wanted opportunity, wanted to blend in and be part of the American culture and not bring their culture and live their life like they did in another country, but become an American. That's, that's, you know, I have no problem with immigration in that regard. It's a great thing. It's kind of like the Bible. As years and years go on, and the church even wants to create a new Bible, and many churches have, and mm-hmm. many people have, think they've recreated the Bible and recreated God's Word. I'm sorry, God's Word just is God's Word, and the Bible is the Bible, yeah. the words of God, and we keep trying to change things that shouldn't be changed. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're right about that, because we want something new and fresh like we've never had before. Something we about want us. God's Word to fit our lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, well, uh, we want it to conveniently say what it doesn't say in order to accommodate our new beliefs. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is look to Washington, D.C., and the Republicans and the Democrats— and you just see what happens when God is kicked out of the picture. Yeah. All right. Well, all that said, and you know, we can we can hash this till the cows come home, as we used to say in the Midwest. Like, <laughs> but I mean, what's what's what do I take out of this? What do you take out of this that we need to do today that puts us uh, in a better position to live our lives for the glory of Jesus Christ? Well, I I, I think it just comes down to this, brother is that old John Wooden said at one time, you know, a uh, clear conscience is a soft pillow. And if you're Mm -hmm. sleeping well at night, and if you have a clear conscience, if you have a clear mind, if you have peace with God, uh, then you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's some people that are so unconscious, unconscious, walking around like zombies, doing evil things, thinking they're with God and they're not, it goes down to basics. Sunday school, do you go to Sunday school, adult Sunday school? Do you go to church, and do you learn in the classroom of God? It's all about a close personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The Lord made it really simple for us. Hmm. I, I like that last line. I mean, I liked it all, but uh, the Lord made it really simple for us. Yes, he did, didn't he? He sure did. Amen, brother. Yeah. Well put, Dewey. Well put. Well, let's uh, let's pray for those involved in this uh, disaster in uh, Portales, for the loss of the life of the young child, and the loss of, make no doubt about it, the loss of even one life anywhere is a disaster. Uh, and so we need to pray for those involved in this. Especially, uh, you know, one thing that we forget, Dewey, are those first responders or police officers, EMTs, paramedics, those who arrive on that scene and have to start dealing with it, and then the nurses, the doctors who have to be right there trying to save the life of this child only to see this child slip into eternity, uh, and the impact that it has on them. We need to pray for them as well. Post-traumatic syndrome is an epidemic in America because of things like this, and it goes just, I'm just so thankful you brought up the nurses and doctors and the police and the firemen and the paramedics. I'm telling you, Dan, I was a volunteer fireman back in the 80s, but what these guys are doing now, these men and women are Mm -hmm. doing now, is they have to be everything from a psychologist to a doctor to a lawyer to whatever. 
Mm. I mean, they get called to bus stops with people that have a hangnail, and then they get called to murders, and they get called to chemical spills and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep them in your prayers because these these dear people uh, have uh, volunteered to do a job. I mean, they get paid, I know, but they they have they've stepped up to do this job, and it takes a toll on them. So do be keeping them in prayer. Thank you, Dewey. Love you, brother. Hey, Dan, one other prayer item I just yeah. want to bring up because it's very traumatic for many families in New Mexico. Yesterday, when it was announced the Torrance County detention facility would close and 203 yes. people lose, the job, lose yes. their jobs, which is about half the population of Estancia where this facility is located. Yeah, this is going to have a huge impact, no doubt about it. No doubt. Keep him in your prayers. All right, Dewey, bless you. Thank you for remembering to bring that up for prayer. I appreciate it. Okay, brother, love you. Thank you for your call today. Uh, thank you for being with us. Love you, Dewey. Pastor Dewey Modi with his news and views on this Wednesday, July 26th, here on the Hub of New Mexico.